Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And we are coming to you live from the Quicken Loan Studio. The Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Rocket Mortgage is with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. It's the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Send the tweets. Send them hot at Ken Carmen C-A-R-M-A-N. For the first time since I've been doing this show, for the first time since I've been on CBS Sports Radio, for the first time since I've been doing radio, period, I start a show and talk about a team that Seems to have real serious football. For the first time since I thought wrestling was real, I get to talk about a team that might actually be playing serious football in 2019. It took nearly my entire adult life. But it looks like things are supposed to be on track. Dogs are sleeping with cats. Pandemonium each way. Tom, go ahead and hit it. Not only do they draft the quarterback last year, they came with this baggage, they came with his questions, and not only did they draft another one and they thought, man, they got it wrong, but in fact, John Dorsey and the Cleveland Browns got it right. And once Hugh Jackson got out of the way, once they got him out of there, Baker Mayfield took flight, they finished 7-8-1, and one. and then to the top of the mountain they try to go. A trade of Olivier Vernon, oh but a taste with the New York Giants. And then later on, Odell Beckham Jr. and a blockbuster. And for the first time in my adult life and basically my entire life, I get to start a show and talk to you as if this football team has a chance and actually mean it. Nothing in sarcasm, nothing in ugliness. This is my payback to Tom, to Joe D'Aloisio, to Stu Kovacs, to Hickey for every five burning questions or three up, three down, or for overrated, underrated when I had to be asked some terrible Hugh Jackson question or some terrible Jimmy Haslam or Johnny Manziel question. This is the payback. Turn it up. Turn the music up. Keep it up. Yes, keep the music up. It is 2019. And in the AFC North, it is not just the Steelers. It is not just the Ravens. The Cleveland Browns 
have come to play. Keep the music up. Turn it up. Listen to LaVert, baby. Clarence going to hit you with the horn here in a second. Listen to Clarence hit that horn, baby. That's Browns football coming at you in 2019. That's what that is. Beckham, Jarvis Landry, Nick Chubb, David Njoku. How you gonna stop them, Pittsburgh? How you gonna stop them, Baltimore? How you gonna stop them, Kansas City? New England's always like a boogeyman in the corner, so fine. Tom, don't you die. I tell you what, I know you're some Jets fan, and you're always bitter. But I I can hear it. I can hear it from the music you're trying to tell me to cool down. Aren't you? Aren't you, Tom? No, sir. I'm going to celebrate the hell out of this. You and the whole rest of that town deserve this. This is very legitimately exciting. It is time to be excited. You bet your ass. America, you can hear us now, can't you? The question is simple. Are they really contenders now in 2019, the Cleveland Browns? 855-2124-CBS. Because this was a deal... We had heard some rumblings about teams don't just trade these guys. And the Giants, if you're the Giants, I don't know what the hell Dave Gettleman's doing. Let me start with them. I don't know what the hell Dave Gettleman's trying to do. Because you're taking a guy like Saquon Barkley, who's a great running back. Great out of the backfield, great carrying the rock. He's an every-down guy. He's just an overall supreme athlete. That's why you took the guy number two overall. And if you don't get anything going this year, you're going to waste another year of Saquon Barkley. You are on the cusp. And Tom's heard me say this. Kevin hasn't worked with us that much. But Tom's definitely heard me say this. You are on the cusp of turning him into this generation's Barry Sanders. I don't know what you're thinking over there. And if you're going to sit there and give another year of Eli Manning, now you could think, well, you know, we're going to go after Dwayne Haskins. Okay, I'll listen to you. Okay, you want to get him ready? Fine. You want to make sure that he's ready to hit the field when he's ready to hit the field. So if you want to go ahead and play Eli, you go ahead and you play Eli. That's fine. That's great. That's fine. Got it. But if you're going to wait another year, And I'm not always a guy who condones this because I don't think it works out that perfectly. For the Browns, it's working out pretty fine right now. But you gotta get to the end of the you gotta get to the end of the track. You don't have any idea where it's gonna go right now, but things look pretty promising for the Cleveland Browns. The teardown to the studs, though, has to be done judiciously. And if you're gonna do it, you gotta do it full assed. You can't do it half assed. There's no trying to please both masters now because it's out of the barn. I'll use as many analogies and different cliches as I can to get the get the point across to any Giants fan who might be out there. If you're going to rip the Band-Aid off, you'll rip it off fast, and you do it the whole way. So old Dell Beckham Jr.'s gone. You can keep Saquon Barkley because he's part of the future. If you draft Wayne Haskins, if you can get him at six, if you trade up, trade up, do what you got to do. 
Get yourself Dwayne Haskins. Get on a track. And if you're not going to do it, then you must commit to suck. It's going to be a good draft class of quarterbacks, and if you're going to do it, well, I can't fully condone it because I think it's a scary scenario. And the Dolphins are in the same boat. Who do they have playing quarterback right now? Don Strzok? They get Woodley back for another way. Who's playing quarterback? Scott Mitchell, is he coming back? The Dolphins are in the same boat. If you're going to do it, you do it the whole way and you commit to it. And damn the torpedoes. If you got to fire a general manager, you fire a general manager. If you got to make him look like hell, go ahead and do it. If you got to go through a head coach, I'm sorry, Brian Flores. I know we all love you. I'm sorry, Pat Shermer. But if you got to do it, you do it the whole way. If you're going to commit to the tank, you commit to the tank. You marry it and you love it just like you would a franchise quarterback because you can't get a franchise quarterback just yet. Or you can go the Dwayne Haskins route. It's going to be interesting to see what the Giants do. Because what you did in this organization, for the first time, really, than I can remember, the Giants are an organization that cannot and have not told their fan base that they got to build, that things are going to be rough, that they need to get through it. A lot of other fan bases can be told that. A lot of other teams can do that. The Giants never could. This move, when you get up, give up Odell Beckham Jr., this moves to tell you that you are rebuilding. And you're going to quote-unquote do it the right way. You don't give up all pro wide receivers for first thirds and Jabril Peppers and then, well, you know, we're still going to be competitive this year. That's, that's just not an excuse. That's just not how that works. And I'll hear every single excuse from any Giants fan or any one of the people, well, you know, you don't win Super Bowls with diva wide receivers. Okay, then why'd you pay him $95 million in the first place? To not win? Is that what you did? You just don't pay these guys? You just don't want them? Okay, got it. All right, that's fine. They, 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 there was no argument between Antonio Brown and the Steelers. That's always true. They didn't make him the richest man in football at one point. Nah, don't worry about it. That, to me, holds the same amount of water when you make that argument. And trust me, that argument's been made to me for the last three weeks because we've been the only city in America really talking about it. At FAN, they didn't even want to recognize it as any sort of possibility. We're the only place in the country, and people thought we were nuts to do it. And then here it came. So give Dustin credit, get Adam the Bull credit, give those guys credit because it was talked about and then it seemed to be willed into fruition with John Dorsey. But that entire, well, you know, you don't win anything with a diva wide receiver. Okay, then I guess they're all a dime a dozen. There's no sense of paying them. Just throw your money away on Odell Beckham Jr. and Antonio Brown. Oh, or cut them and see how quickly they get picked up. That's always the great one because teams want talent. To me, that makes the same amount of same amount of sense as well. You know, you can't go get an Oklahoma quarterback because historically Oklahoma quarterbacks are not that good. Well, you see, you can't go out and you can't get a Penn State running back because Penn State running backs don't always turn out very very well. You got Kijana Carter and Curtis Enos. And Blair Thomas. Okay, what about Saquon Barkley? Well, you see, you can't take a Penn State running back because Penn State running backs don't work out. Well, there's Josh White. Sam Bradford always gets injured. You can't take Baker. You can't take Kyler. Stupid. It's silly reasoning. It's the same people who go to mystics and actually believe that stuff when they touch your hand. Don't believe in that stuff. They're hocus pocus, not walking under ladders. That's stupid. For the first time in my adult life, yes, I'm a little bit excited. Yes, I'm going to be a bit of a homer today, and that's okay. For the first time in my adult life, 
team I cover, the team I watch, watch them all, but the team I watch more than other ones, is taken seriously. They went out and made a big boy move. It puts an immense amount of pressure on a first-time head coach. It puts an immense amount of pressure on a second-year quarterback who has no problem making enemies. And I said this when Johnny Manziel was drafted, and Johnny Manziel ended up embarrassing himself and the franchise and all the fans, but it's also true for Baker Mayfield. No city would like to wear the black hat more than Cleveland. No city would like to be the villain more than Cleveland. They are tired of being the whipping boy. They are tired of being the butt of jokes. They love to have a chip on the shoulder, and they would love to go out there, follow with Baker Mayfield, and go turn the NFL on its ear. It's a fan base that lives and breathes the game, that loves the game, that has been insulted by ownership over the last 20 years, and now finally given a gift. Finally given a chance. Finally given an opportunity. And with that comes an immense amount of pressure. For Freddie Kitchens, the question was asked, if you could rehire, would you rehire? Freddie Kitchens was put in there for Baker Mayfield. You wouldn't. Odell Beckham Jr. was brought to Cleveland for Baker Mayfield. I have never seen a quarterback in such a short amount of time given so much power. You can't think of one. No other quarterback in the NFL, not Wentz, not Watson, in this modern era. I'm trying to think of it off the top of my head. There's probably a good example out there somewhere. Tom Brady didn't have this much power after a Super Bowl. It's argued whether or not he still has as much power as I think he has, which I think he has an immense amount of power. But it's still argued by people in New England. I've never seen a quarterback this soon, early in his career, this young Given this amount of power with a franchise, he is the Cleveland Browns. Baker Mayfield is. You didn't bring in Odell Beckham Jr. for anybody else. You brought him in for Baker Mayfield. You could have hired a plethora of coaches who would have loved to take in that job. You hired Freddie Kitchens, who at the beginning of that entire look, at the beginning of that entire search, was nobody knew him, was a nothing to anybody else in the NFL. Now he's in charge of a football team that is supposed to compete for the AFC out of nowhere with a brash, strong quarterback, with a brash young team where things can absolutely spiral out of control. You have to look at some of the positives, and obviously you have to look at some of the warning signs. You give so much power to a young guy, he needs to wield that power with responsibility. And that's Baker. That's not Freddie Kitchens. You bring in Odell Beckham Jr., Odell Beckham Jr. is an incredible talent. I defend him as a teammate. I defend him as a playmaker. You signed him to a $95 million deal less than a year ago. I question more the Giants than I even do Odell Beckham Jr. And you say, well, get rid of the cancer. Get rid of the distraction. If you allow a wide receiver to become a distraction, that's on you. Talking to the Steelers, talking to the Giants, and I would talk to the Cleveland Browns if they allow that to happen. If Odell Beckham Jr. becomes a distraction and gets in the way of the Cleveland Browns and what they're trying to do, Freddie Kitchens ain't anything, and Baker Mayfield ain't anything. It's on them. The guy who runs the offense, the quarterback, is the supreme leader of the football team. The head coach is next in charge. You can go vice versa depending on where that head coach has been. But if you allow a wide receiver to get in the way, then you were never supposed to be champions in the first place. You were never to be taken that seriously in the first place. 855-2124-CBS. It's an exciting time in Cleveland. It's an exciting time in the NFL. They're a popular team. Baker Mayfield's an extremely popular quarterback. If it goes well, 
could reach heights unimagined. Kansas City is there. Kansas City, this will be a nice test of Patrick Mahomes. And I say that from a football standpoint. If what Tyreek Hill did was true and he's found guilty of it, he's going to jail. And that's a disgusting, despicable thing. I'm not trying to take any sort of light out of it. I'm not trying to not give it the credence that it's due because of the seriousness that's there. Looking at it from a personal football or from a professional football experience there. And what Kansas City is missing and what Kansas City has brought in, it's still a good offense. It's still a very good offensive line. The offensive line was very good. Even through the injuries, they were able to hold on last year. Lost the Canadian doctor, lost a bunch. Austin Ryder ended up as the as the center last year. They did a good job on their Kansas City Chiefs offensive line. If Patrick Mahomes is really as special as Patrick Mahomes is, they should be okay. The Patriots are always the Patriots. Pittsburgh is an old guard. And Ben Roethlisberger has the most important year of his career coming up. Because they wanted to put everything on Antonio Brown. It became a scapegoat for him and Mike Tomlin. And now we'll find out if that was actually true. The Ravens are still well coached. They're a complete football team. And for the first time in my adult life, on paper, the Browns are there. 855-2124-CBS, 855-2124-227. Are they real contenders now? It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. 855-2124-CBS, 855-2124-227. this morning. Talk to Ryan Wilson, CBS Sports NFL writer. Also try to reach out to someone on college basketball. I got some hot takes about Zion Williamson. Real quick, Zion Williamson might be... This Duke team might be the first actually cool Duke team ever. Don't even give me Grant Hill. I'm not listening to that. This might be the first cool Duke team that non-Duke fans, non-Duke-obsessed people might actually like in the history of college basketball, or at least the history of Duke. You think Cherokee Parks was getting anybody going with that haircut? Really? You had to be the biggest Duke guy ever to like Cherokee Parks. I wasn't hearing that. Zion Williamson, hellacious dunks. R.J. Barrett, I know Cam Reddish has been a little bit up and down. They're kind of a fun team. Duke basketball has always been kind of seen as a nasty way. They're kind of fun. They're kind of cool. People kind of want to be them. People like Zion. They're doing impressions of him. Does that arm down thing kind of looks like a penguin as he's running down the court after a big dunk? It's a fun time. 855-2124-CBS. When we get back, because I want to get to a call here. I didn't know Kevin was a Giants fan, Our one of our board guys here today. I'll tell you, I've been through a teardown, and I've seen it up close and personal in the room. If you're going to do it, you better commit. You better be married to it like you would if you were to take a franchise quarterback. I'll explain that coming up in a bit. 855-2124-CBS. The Browns make this move for Odell Beckham Jr. You will have, on paper, a potent offense. It's only on paper. John Dorsey admitted that two days ago on a conference call. Do I look at them as serious contenders in the AFC? I think I have to. You make big boy moves. This is big boy stuff. You make this stuff, you have to be taken seriously for it. And that means major expectations. And that means if there's a, a failure, the overreaction is that much greater. Rob and Myrtle Beach. Rob, you're first up on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead. Kenny, how the heck are you, man? Say what, Rob? I said, how are you, man? <laughs> Rob, I'm doing well. Your connection's a little bit mixed up there. I don't know if the weather pattern's okay down in Myrtle, but go ahead. Let's see if we can get to the get through it here. Go ahead. 
All right, buddy. Listen, you know, I just want to say this. You know, I mean, for years, I mean, I'm, I'm dating myself at 60, but I had relatives in Shaker Heights, and for years I'd come up from Carolina and go up the old stadium, which was like a cavern to begin with. And, you know, got to watch Leroy Kelly. I got to watch Jim Brown. Got to watch Paul Warfield. Got to watch Lou Gross. I got to watch all these guys in the past that most of you guys weren't even around or even here on the planet when they were playing. And the Browns back then were just ridiculously, you know, ridiculously good. It just the fact was that I see what's happening now. And for all the flack that you guys at your age catch about the Browns and they're this and they're that, you know, and it's all this, you know, negative stuff. All right. Now it's the time for you to like, you know, put it in the gear. You've got the components you need to make that team work. And Beckham, huge pickup. I mean, that is an absolutely huge pickup for you guys. You got a great quarterback. I have fully confidence in this kid. I mean, Mayfield is the bomb. He's the deal. And, you know, right. I think that when you guys look at it, can you hear me? Yeah, Rob, uh, Rob, you're breaking up a little bit. I got to let you go. I thank you very much for the call. I got a lot of that there. I, I think one of the reasons why I take it seriously and why I take this football team seriously, it's all been put in the basket for Baker Mayfield. It's not about a head coach. Before, they used to do things for a head coach because they didn't have a quarterback, and every quarterback they had sucked up the room since 1999, with the exception of a couple that were okay and somewhat palatable, but mostly just were forgettable guys. Every single threat to any sort of power that Baker Mayfield ever has ever had, any sort of threat to any sort of realism that he's ever had, it's always been met, and it's always been bested. Every single time Baker Mayfield's been given a challenge, he's been able to overcome it. He was able to overcome an arrest in front of a bunch of lunch trucks. He was able to overcome the two-time walk-on stuff. He was able to win the Heisman Trophy, get over that. He was able to be drafted to a team like the Cleveland freaking Browns and turn that around in less than a year. So every single challenge he's been presented, he's been able to meet. You can't do that without strong leadership. That's what he's going to need because if, if things go south, and I mean of a two-game stretch, and you're going to have that. If you're finishing 11-5, and five, you're going to have a, a lean month in there. You'll have a couple of hot months. You'll have a lean month over a four-month season. And over that time, you're going to have to keep a guy like Odell Beckham on the straight and narrow. Him and Jarvis Landry, you'll have to split those, those receptions. you have to split those targets. you have to find the open guy and keep them involved. You will have to be a strong leader. There's, there's no other way. There's no other way around it. You can't be meek. You can't let them do as they please. You can't let them walk over you because they will. And if things go poorly, they'll blame you. You cannot allow that to happen. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. We'll get to more of your calls when we come up. And if you're a Giants fan or you're a Dolphins fan from some of the stuff I'm hearing when we come back, if you're going to do it, you do it the whole way. You marry it just like you would a franchise quarterback. You're listening to Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line, 855-212-4227. It's brought to you by GEICO. There's a quick way you can save some money. You switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. If I look at the AFC right now, the Patriots are the Patriots, so you got to keep them where they're at. I hate putting it. It sounds like such a blanket when you throw that over, but isn't it the truth by now? Don't you just go, yeah, that's the Patriots, and... When they're dead, they're dead. Until they actually die, we're not going to say anything, right? The Steelers, Ben Roethlisberger has the most important season of his career coming up. No Antonio Brown, no Le'Veon Bell, and you, you've you painted both as cancers to your football team that need to be taken out. Now, you didn't have Lev Bell throughout the entire year last year, 
But in no Antonio Brown, it's going to make the job a little bit harder at Juju Smith-Schuster. Now, if James Washington can play very well, and he started to come on, I think he started to come on by the end of the year. Tom might have to go check some of the stats, but watching the Steelers, I thought James I thought James Washington started to come on. So if he's able to provide a little bit, Juju Smith-Schuster immediately becomes a number one. If he can be a decent number two, and they can mix it in a little bit, We'll see. But it just is going to come down to the quarterback. If he's at a high level, and he's done it before, when they were switching out that roster four or five years ago and they started off 0-4, Ben Roethlisberger was the reason there was very little heat directed at Mike Tomlin. When they finished 8-8 eight and eight, those couple years, that was Ben Roethlisberger stepping up and making plays because they were losing guys, and they had to replenish that roster. So he's done it before. This one's going to be big because if you don't make the playoffs and you have a hungry Browns team, I'll get to the Ravens here in a second. You got those two teams that are right there nipping at your heels. You don't make the playoffs. That justifies what Antonio Brown says, regardless of what Oakland does. It justifies what Antonio Brown says. It justifies everything that I've thrown in your way, saying that you're the reason for it because if you allow a wide receiver to get that out of sorts and be that sort of a problem like you claim he is, that's your fault, not his. He's a wide receiver. Wide receivers are basically meant to be divas. That's why we love guys like Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald actually means something. Is actually somebody who's a, who's a pillar to be looked up to in a community. Other guys, yeah, they can do some nice things here and there, but it's flash, it's dash, it's craziness. That's what I just come to expect from him. Even Wes Welker was walking around betting ten grand. So I just come to expect that from wide receivers. I can't allow you to use him as your scapegoat. So it's a big one for Ben Roethlisberger. But I'll still put Pittsburgh in there. Baltimore is a well-coached team. They seem to be complete. They lost some guys on defense, obviously. C.J. Mosley's a nice piece. Yeah, I know he can't cover. Somehow, he was just paid a boatload of money, even though he can't cover that well. He's still a good player. Zadarius Smith, you miss. There's a couple guys, but because of what they've done, I know Eric DaCosta will see how well he could do, but I would still say, yeah, they'll be okay. Kansas City's there. I love the Chargers. I love Phillip Rivers. We'll see if they bounce back this year. The Browns are in this mix. They're in this conversation. And out of the top three teams, the Patriots, you could just never go against Tom. The Chiefs should still be a great football team if Patrick Mahomes is who we think he is. And based on what we've seen... He's given me no doubt that, okay, they might lose Tyreek Hill now. We'll find another guy, and we'll still have Travis Kelsey. We'll still have a good offensive line, and we'll be able to move on. They'll still find ways with Andy Reid to move on. But the Browns are in that mix. You have too much talent on paper to not be taken seriously. You haven't proven anything? I can't say you've proven anything. We're in March. We're not in, we're not in August yet. But from what you see on paper, you you demand expectations now. If you don't have expectations, there should be, and there will be, a gross amount of overreaction. There are people out there who absolutely are waiting for the other shoe to drop on Baker Mayfield. He's a different type of quarterback. Six feet tall. Well, Ken, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson was a third-round guy. Drew Brees is an all-time legend and a surefire Hall of Famer. Drew Brees was a second-round guy, not number one overall. Neither one of those guys got arrested before they got drafted. Neither one of those guys shook their garbage at Kansas' sideline before they got drafted. Neither one of those guys did that. You knew Baker Mayfield took some stones to go and draft. 
And there are people out there, while we hear the Baker Mayfield story, we go, okay, I didn't know that Kansas said those type of things. Yeah, he's taking responsibility for what he did at the lunch trucks. That was pretty stupid. He shouldn't have tried to run away from some cops. That's a dumb thing to do, and he would admit that. Through all that, he's been able to rise up and overcome. If he's not able to do this, the reaction to him will be horrific. There were people who thought that he was too brash, too arrogant. What he said to Hugh Jackson was wrong. There were racial overtones to that to some people. There was ugliness to that to some people. It will start to filter back if they're not able to rise up and meet these expectations. And if you give up a 17th overall pick for anybody, let alone a wide receiver for your quarterback, you tell the entire world, here's the keys. It's your building now. You're the owner. Jimmy Haslam might be the one who writes the checks. You're the one who owns the franchise. Whether or not this franchise becomes something good again, something that old Browns fans remember, that's up to you. It's in your hands. You could go out and you could be a legend, and you could be right up there with Otto Graham and Bernie and Brian Sipe, and it could be you right there as the next in line, the one who brought it back. Or you could be on the laundry list of terrible quarterbacks. And there are plenty of people who would love to put you there. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Want to get to the phones. Conrad in Milwaukee, you've been more than patient. You're next up on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead. Hey, Casey, you know what? Here's the deal. I, I'm I definitely on paper, you guys got the offseason championship undefeated trophy, okay? Um, but what I got to observe in Green Bay this last year about the best quarterback in the National Football League um, and how that whole thing went, like, I'm a little, I'm wondering, I, I'm a little cautious. You need to sell me on the the head coach, the offensive coordinator, and the defensive coordinator, and how the Browns are going to be able to get this to fit on the field, because I've seen what the best quarterback in the NFL does by himself. Listen, I, I, can, I can hear your fingers moving up and down as you make the quotations talking about Aaron Rodgers. Listen to you. I'm sick of it, man. Conrad, are you that, a Packers that's why, fan? That's why I am. I bleed green and gold, man. But if you look at wow. here's, the here's the deal. Here's the deal. If you look at the wide wow. receiver list from 1992 okay. to 2002 that Brett Favre threw to, he made people famous. He was he was True. like Billy the Kid. He he'll make you famous. And and it was and that was what he did. And I see Patrick Mahomes that way, and I see Baker Mayfield that way. He's going to make him famous. That's why it's so key that you got Beckham. Beckham didn't need it. Beckham's great, and Landry's great. This is really good on paper. I like what the Browns are doing, but I'm concerned that the coach, they still need to have a serious leader in that locker room. Well, they picked him. Who who else? I don't know who else they were going to pick. I know there were a couple of guys that they talked to, but they picked him for Baker Mayfield. Make no mistake about it. They they picked him for the quarterback. We just got to get it. We got to get them on the field, and we got to see what they're going to do. You guys are going to take the division. The Steelers are a downward spiral. the The Ravens have had their time, and you know the the Bengals are there. But can you tell me? Do we know yet? Has the schedule gotten released? Who are the no. opposing divisions that they're going to be playing? Oh, they'll be playing the AFC East. So they have the Dolphins. I think they have the Jets. I think they. Ha- I, 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 yeah, because I know it's like mixed up, but I think they have the entire AFC East. I know they'll have the Patriots, and that Patriots game is going to be in Gillette, and it might be that Thursday night to kick everything off, which would be absolutely bonkers. Watch out for the Jets this year. Watch out for the Jets this year. Ah. Uh, this is this is this is a team that was 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 propped up last year 
and they, they made some moves with the head coach, bringing in some talent at the running back position. Watch out for the Jets this year. And that San Diego Chargers team, they're not done. And I did say San Diego, and I'm never going to stop. Later! <laughs> Goodbye, Conrad. Thank you very much for the call. 855-2124-CBS. got the NFC West, and they had the AFC East. That Chargers game, or that, excuse me, that, uh, that, that Patriots game is going to be outrageous. And it could end up being that third. Either way, it's going to be a night game regardless. And it's going to be at Gillette. And it's going to be wild. Tom Brady, the walking legend, the old guard, the guy who is the Shang Tsung of the NFL who will rip everybody's soul out against the new kid who's coming up and trying to take the world as his oyster. And I have no idea how well Freddie Kitchens is going to work out. I can't speak confidently. He's never been a head coach. The only thing I can point to is that he was picked for Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield has risen up and overcome every challenge. There will be challenges. You have real expectations now if you're the Cleveland Browns. For the first time since I've been able to speak about him, there's real expectation on that football team. But I still think there's going to be more pressure on number six than there is on Freddie Kitchens wearing the, wearing the headset. If Baker Mayfield fails, if this football team fails... It's the same way I look at a lot of guys. You got a head coach fired. He was hired for you. You you were supposed to take this team to the promised land. They win. They got a number 17 overall pick. They gave it away for a wide receiver immediately because they're going to have to restructure his contract. Restructured from a $95 million deal to make him again the highest paid guy in the NFL. They brought him in not for anybody else. They brought him in for you. And what did you do? You failed. That's what happens if it goes awry. If it goes well, it's a storybook. If it goes to Super Bowl 54, it's a culmination that previously was unimagined and then leads some people down a dangerous path, which brings me to Robert in Tempe. I hope he's still there. He's next up on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead, Robert. Hey, Ken. I'm glad your Browns are showing some signs of life. All you got to do now is worry about the defense. They, they need some help on the defense. Hope, You're right. Go ahead, Robert. I hope I, hope I don't throw up all over myself. When I say this to you, okay, what do you think about trading Josh Rosen for Barkley, the running back, straight up? They're probably making similar money. Robert, Robert, no, Robert, you're not serious. Does that make too much sense? No, you would give him up for draft pick. You would you would trade draft picks for Josh Rosen. I mean, they would take Saquon Barkley, but man, I don't think you want to give up Saquon Barkley. He's got so Josh Rosen got no love. <laughs> Robert, when you want Josh Rosen for the Giants? You're calling from Arizona. Do you just want Saquon Barkley and you think that Dave Gettleman's dumb enough to trade you Saquon Barkley? What else are they gonna do? <laughs> All right, so I waited on hold for that long. Huh? Well, Robert, Robert, I, I right. mean it, it's not come on, I mean, you gotta give up something. To, or you got you to gotta get something for Josh Rosen if you're going to make that trade. But they're not going to give you, at least I'd hope not, they wouldn't give you Saquon Barkley, Robert. I mean, come on. It's you can't just running, trade trash it's for treasure. It's only, it's only a running back. Oh, that's more than a running back, Robert. Come that's on. an entire, Robert, Robert, that's an entire state of mind, brother. And i got to let you go, and thank you very much for the call. Dave Gettleman stood in there at number two with Sam Darnold and Josh Allen. And Josh Rosen still staring right in his face. He sat there at number two. We just got a call saying, man, you got to watch out for the Jets. Sam Darnold will be better. He probably will. He sat there at number two and took Saquon Barkley. That's a, that's a state of mind. That's not just a quarterback. 
You trade Saquon Barkley. What is Dave Gettleman here for? It's the same thing I was wondering last week with Arizona. If you're really going to draft Kyler Murray, you had Steve Kime who hired Steve Wilkes. He fired him after a year. When you're firing coaches after one year, I can't just wonder about the head coach. I've got to wonder about the guy in charge who hired him. And then you drafted Josh Rosen. Then a year later, you're going to get rid of Josh Rosen. You're going to draft Kyler Murray, who is 5'10", who's got a little bit more pudding under, over his belt than I thought he did. He's a little heavier than I thought he could be. But he's still a 5'10 quarterback. You're going to draft him number one overall because you have that much faith in Cliff Kingsbury. A year after you drafted number 10 overall, Josh Rosen. What is Steve Kime doing here? It's the same exact theory for the Giants. If you're going to do something, you're either growing or you're dying. Do not just go in some weird direction. I can't just give up Saquon Barkley for nothing. Josh Rosen needs, still needs something if he were to get traded. I thought that you could trade for Josh Rosen if you wanted to. But if you're going to do it, you got to commit to it. Because I've seen it right there in my own two eyes. And I'll tell you, because I'm running out of time in this segment, I'll tell you about it coming up at 11 o'clock Eastern. I, I've seen it with my own two eyes. If you're going to do this, you have to commit 100% to it. If you're the Giants, if you're the Dolphins, a couple other teams out there, if you're really kicking around this idea, and the Browns are giving some people some, I think, scary ideas around the NFL. Because so far, and it's on paper still, just like what Conrad said, so far it's working out. So far what they did to reinvent their own wheel to get that football team back on track is working out. Odell Beckham Jr., Baker Mayfield, an actual good quarterback. Jarvis Landry, a good wide receiver. You got a couple of pieces on the defense, but the defense is going to be questioned as it goes into the 2019 season. But for the first time, they actually have real expectations. This was an 0-16 football team two years ago that went 1-31 with that albatross Hugh Jackson hanging around their neck. If you're going to do it, you go the whole way. Nothing's done half-assed, including a teardown. That next on CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.